Parenting Your Child in Recovery, the podcast that speaks the truth about your child's recovery. Relapse is not normal. Phony success rates can't define where your family wants to be in 5, 10, or 15 years from now. And most importantly, your child is not an addict. From 9 to 5, been biting my tongue for all this time, won't let anyone cut me short. I was thinking this was the way to go, and you put up your puppet show. I say cheers to life, no one be no good My name is Richard Jones RN, and this is episode 87 of Essential Change, the podcast. Today I want to talk about, do we do what we want to do? Do all of us actually do what we want to do? Because outside of slavery or just being forced to do something, most of us appear or seem to make our own choices. And the choices that are made, especially since we're talking about we're coming from the the direction of our recovery, a lot of times there's a lot of bad choices being made, choices that affect a person adversely physically, financially, or socially. But most of the time, these actions are, are chose. How do we separate actions that we choose from actions that we, we need to do? Because most of the times the actions that people need to take are just enough to keep them afloat, to keep them from facing what they consider is a sheer disaster. So people will do what they have to do. But certain specific action decisions place you place you in a place of servitude. So certain actions create a sense of slavery, a forced coercion onto yourself by placing yourself in those positions. And it's very important to understand that each and every action that is taken, that takes you in the wrong direction, creates momentum in that wrong direction. And every action that's taken for the good creates a momentum in that action. And those things are very important to understand because the results that we receive from certain actions either bring on a a sense of happiness or joy or satisfaction or more angst. And most of the time we're so attached to those feelings of angst that you tend to have more of the bad decisions bring on more of that poor momentum and henceforth, when now you're being spoke of and someone says, well, you know, he did exactly what he wanted to do. We told him, we asked him, we explained to him, but he just did what he ever felt like doing. And when you watch that person, those actions seem so self-destructive. So how do we fuse those two together? How do we make it so that an individual begins to want to do things that are better for them? How do we help them see that? How do we Make it so that when we now talk about that person, he did what we wanted to do. We're talking about something, something good, something that that shows strength, something that 
helps an individual express himself in a, in, a, in, a, in a good way. How do we help a person do that? Well, the first thing we want to do is make sure that we highlight and explain and examine each of our decisions. Break it down. When you have someone or an individual who seems to be making bad decisions, just telling them they're wrong obviously never works. Because look, what do we say? People do what they want to do. But when we get an individual to slow down and look at each decision, look at the ramification, field ramification, justify to themselves, was this a good decision? How did it help? How did it make life better? How did it hurt? How did it make life worse? Did this decision put you, did this decision make you a slave to more bad decisions? More bad results, more bad physical results, more bad financial results, more bad social results. Did this decision cause that? So when someone says, oh, well, he did what he wanted to do, we have to understand that this person was feeding a a hunger of basically self-abuse. And let's not try to act like we don't all understand that the feeding of self-abuse. We all do it in a number of different ways. Right now, we just happen, or I just happen to be speaking about young adults in recovery and how we help and deal with them. But most of us can can understand making poor decisions, feeding off those poor decisions, having those poor decisions build on each other. So when we talk about the decisions of younger people, younger people who a lot of times just don't have the life experience, you know, and, and have that understanding of how decision, bad decisions can build on each other. Let's use the model of breaking down decisions singly, breaking down decisions to see and show exactly where that decision got you, where maybe a different decision might have been better. What kind of results would that different different decision make? And and listen and and have a little grace and understanding. But as I always say, don't take too much time for grace and understanding. That's one of my big pet peeves: is the fact that we take too much time, give out too much rope for people to hang hang themselves and hurt themselves while we're taking our time healing them. Let's get these decisions looked at right away. Jump right in. Look at a bad decision. Let's make it make a decision on it and work with some urgency. Not force, but urgency. So that's important. So hopefully that thought for today carries through. And remember, as we end this, go to secondstars.com. That's the number two N D S T A R T S dot com. Helping to complete family and support network of young adults in recovery by installing a permanent self-refueling transformation starting from day one without the guilt and shame of most recovery processes by identifying, customizing, and strengthening the relationship between the client, the support network, and the helping professionals. Again, secondstarts.com, number 2ndstarts.com, soon to be joined by secondstartstv.com, And at this time, being 
associated with essential recovery for the families of young adults. So remember, always in closing, let's get out there and help somebody get better, stay better, and be better. Thank you for joining us on Parenting Your Child in Recovery, a podcast for the families of young adults in recovery. For more information, go to secondstarts.com. That's the number 2-N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com. And our Facebook group, Parenting Your Child in Recovery. And if you or someone you know loves a young adult in recovery and want a customized premium change to recovery without the guilt and shame of most recovery processes, please go again to secondstarts.com, the number 2-N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com and book a free call. Thank you. Did last night what I do remember that it was real, real nice. Talks about me.